Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Yo. Yo, it's my Jen. It's my Callie. I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> I we haven't talked for a really long time. I feel like we've been texting, but yeah. Well, yeah. I've been busy. You've been busy. It's all good. It's all. I know. Good. Like I seriously, this weekend, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be home all weekend. Nope. <laughs> Went to North Dakota. So, that was fun. Oh my god, I'm so stressed right now. I was fine, and then, like, you know when, like, something happens, and you're fine, and then, like, then something happens, and then it just stresses you out? Only, like, all the time, Jen. I know! I was like, this is why I know you know. I'm trying to order my daughter her new solo dress for Irish dancing. Some of you may know that my daughter Irish dances. For those that don't know, now you do. Um, so these dresses are astronomically expensive I'm embarrassed to say what they cost and I will not be sharing that but just know that it's stupid money so I just she grew out of her first dress which she wore like three times because of COVID so yeah and then she grew like 12 inches I was like I'm gonna make you wear these at your wedding reception I don't know how I'm gonna do it <laughs> like, put one on each leg or something I don't know so I had everything laid out. I'm trying to get it ready. And then her teacher emails. I was like, I don't like any of this. She doesn't like what Lauren picked. And I'm like. Sucks to be a lady. Well, see, this is work. <laughs> see, this is why you and I are friends. Because here's the deal. Is she contributing any money to this? No. no you don't get not. no say, lady. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, Lauren, like, Lauren does not comprehend the process with this it's like you show her a dress in like drawing form and she can't see it in her head oh no no it was the same thing like I mean obviously it was a a couple years ago now but when we were looking at this house yes and we brought the kids over to see the house right okay yeah and we're walking them through and I pointed to the room that would become Evie's and I said this is going to be your room and right. she looks around at the like outdated '80s style furniture, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I guess." Yes. And I'm like, "It's going to be different furniture, Evie." Yes, <laughs> it's not going to be exactly like. Have some vision, my children. But no, I they know. can't. There's they no can't. Vision. They literal, vision. literal Just, creatures. No, they don't. And like, I'll show her like this very like. There's like a base plan and then you bling the shit out of it and they charge you more right. money so like i show her the base and she's like eh. and she's like oh that's too plain yeah and i know it's too plain i'm gonna spend all you know the amount of money putting fucking Swarovski crystals on it you just gotta work with me and then i'll show her a picture of like one that's done she's like oh that's beautiful i love that I'm like, oh my god i need you i need you to connect I was like, I literally pulled out her old dress. I was like, you 
And she's like, yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, and then remember when they needed this and you loved it? She's like, yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, okay, we're doing that process again. <laughs> like, I need, I know, like, I it's know people right now look are like this when it's like, in your hands. I know, listen, I understand people. If you're like, Jen, these are first world problems and we don't get Such this. first it's world problems. It's completely understandable. And I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Jen is grateful every day that this is her problem. Right. Like, seriously, <laughs> this is my biggest problem. You guys, listen, I am so blessed. I understand that. I completely, they're like, yeah. seriously, are you bitching about this right now? It's fun. It's just literally, I just got the email from her teacher that was like, no. Nope. I'm like, <laughs> so I was like yeah. pulling pictures up and showing Lauren, like, you have to pick some other pictures. So she has to dance tonight. Anyways, that's the end of my story. How are you, Cal? Yeah. <laughs> I am doing well, hip deep in edits, and oh my gosh, Jen. Listen, Jen has been going above and beyond the duties of the beta reader. Sorry. And I'm afraid, well, no, here's the thing. I'm afraid you're wasting your time. Okay. So like I no, but listen, this, listen, listen. Get, no, but I didn't get very far because I was no, doing no. the editing and I was like, I might need to like. Just just do, just read it and give yeah. me your reaction. Just go through yeah. it and answer because I'm and then already I need to, like, things that you're marking yeah. already have been changed. Like, okay, because okay, I'm like, okay, that's because I was like, this is my first reading. I was like, Jesus, this is going to take me eight hours. I would like to read this book because I'm like, I'm like doing like, you know, a calmer, like this is like, we could take this out because you know me, yeah. I'm psycho. I, I, I honestly, I didn't even run it through Grammarly or okay. anything before okay, I sent it Okay, that makes me feel better because I was like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Or if I, okay, no, I'm just going to no, read No, absolutely don't. Because okay. listen, one of two things is going to happen. If I go the indie route, which isn't looking terribly likely, but if I do, I'm going to actually hire an editor who will be paid bo- Boku bucks to go through and Fair see, point. say, comma is going to go here. But if I go money. the if I go the other route, they will have an editor who will go through. So literally all I need is just it's like just, okay. is this so story complete garbage or reading y'all. Okay. That like releases me from my anal retentiveness and Please I just do. Like, read and go. Okay. Don't 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 That'll beat be yourself fun. over the head. I know you're busy. I was like, I don't know if I need to like No, you don't. Okay, okay, I feel better now. <laughs> there's a reason there's a questionnaire. There's a reason there's a questionnaire Wait, that has the all the answers, route? all the all the have, questions all the... I have are on the questionnaire. Okay. How, how, okay. How, what's the indie route? Like you have all this language and I don't understand. What's the <laughs> okay. Route? The indie route is like, like indie publishing yourself. has become like a real big thing yeah. lately. And it's a lot of it is Amazon, but it's not all just Amazon. Yeah. Um, you basically do it yourself instead yeah. of having a publishing company you hire an editor you hire a cover designer you hire all the different things that you need to do to polish the book up then you publish it yourself on amazon yep and like then... um silly and dorky did yeah yeah exactly yeah. okay and that's that's listen that is a totally viable route Yep. But I have a feeling it's for people who are more interested in the back end of publishing than I am. Mm. I am like, this was true back in the fan fiction days. I'm mm-hmm. the sort that when I finish writing something, I want to throw it away and never look at it again. <laughs> okay. Same. I don't want to spend 
like I will edit it and I'm working on it now is kind of like pulling teeth like okay. Shell is constantly at me she's like have you done any edits today I'm like no <laughs> and she's like come on and I'm like I know but I just but you can't do any because I have I have to finish reading it I've already it's already trust me I will tell you after after we're done here I okay. will tell you all the things that have already changed okay, and you're okay. gonna be like what the hell <laughs> like, <wait. laughs> you need the whole like entire swaths have already changed okay, okay, and okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah it's it's but it's it's a thing yeah and but this is all based on feedback from the betas that i've gotten which right. were answering awesome. the questions that right. that i had and so but when you go the the regular traditional route that's where you either find an agent or you can find a publisher directly but like now I'm really say, excited. Did you get an agent and a publisher? No. Oh, okay. I was like, thought we were like making an announcement. I, was gonna, like, I have to edit shit. the goddamn thing. First. I know, but like maybe you like did a, like a little synopsis. They were like, okay, give it to us. Well, I, I was. Well, here's the thing. I started on doing that, but you guys, everybody out there who who doesn't know anything about publishing, doing that whole thing, like the query letter, the synopsis, all that is absolutely not my wheelhouse and it's intimidating as hell and I have a real hard time with it and those who do understand publishing maybe you do understand what I'm talking about but I it's basically I have to sell myself and I'm a terrible salesman I'll sell you I have to write up a letter that sells me in this book perfectly and I'm like I my brain don't do that sorry and so it's something that needs to get done, and I'm I'm supposed to be working on that and making like a list of who I want to send it off to and all that. But like, I'm not, I feel like so. you we know people though. Like Rebecca can help with that. Yeah, but I don't want to bother her. Oh, okay. She's busy. <laughs> <laughs> like I have agents I can send it to. I have publishers that I'm like, okay, I'll send here and I'll send here. I just haven't done it because well, I have but to the book's come not up with this. Either. I have to come up with this query letter and the synopsis, and I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that. So, for you, like, yeah, thank you. So fun. I'm just excited that it's the process. You know what I mean? Like, it's even if you don't process. publish it, you wrote a book. That's amazing. I did. It's a whole book, it's a and whole it's like, book. it's ninety-four thousand words. Damn, I know it's twenty-eight chapters. Oh, that is chapter it, numbers changed. <laughs> And you guys, seriously, I like went painstakingly through it for like the first two chapters. No, and don't then, do it. Don't do and it. And then my life happened and it was crazy. Like when I when I went into the dock and I saw You're like, Girl, there, I'm like, oh no. We are not at that phase. See, I only know if like, oh, no. does it. African Mama is my beta. And I only ever have I know, but that's beta. but fan fiction betaing is, is different, different than from novel okay, beta. A beta reader is literally just a reader. Do you reader. know this is the first time that I've ever, like, been a beta reader? You know, I've never been a beta reader for a novel Yeah, like, I don't myself, think I've ever so. been a beta reader for fifth either. Oh, really? I think so. I, I have been a beta reader for fic. I am terrible You tell me your story <laughs> ideas, and then I say, go write it, and then you write it, and then I read it when it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> No, I'm I'm terrible. I don't. I'm not a a good editor. I don't oh, I'm like terrible editor. like. Oh, I'm horrible. So yeah, stop okay, editing. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, do I do all this? No, I don't. Okay, yeah. So that's Callie. I am getting 
hired on in my new job. So this is like, now I like have to be a grown up guys. And I have like a very eight to five living that's keeping me very busy so my ability you poor I baby. Know, i'm not complaining because it's secure employment first world like, yeah, I, was like, I was like oh i won't be able to vlog as much or you know podcast as much but it's secured employment which is pretty effing exciting so i'm very very excited. we can podcast in the evenings or on yeah weekends. i think we're gonna have to move to like an evening schedule i'm fine okay with cool that. all right because you oh. finished the crown and I did finally finish the, and crown. You finished the crown. Right after that, what the ever living frack is happening? No, I finished it right before. Right interview that happened on Sunday that I watched like, riveted. I didn't watch the interview, but I, I've I've gotten the gist since. I watched all two hours of it. Of what went on, and I was in North Dakota. Honestly, having watched The Crown, like negative amount surprised by anything. Like, well, <laughs> it's exactly even the Queen's statement today. Oh, I was she like, wrote I a can. Ex- I've been waiting for her oh, to yeah. say something. What she say? No, no. It, it was it was a sort of statement. I'm like, I could actually see this episode of The Crown playing. Out. There was a tweet <laughs> of like it was like a picture of like it looked like kids who were like testing for the SAT, but they were like seriously writing, and they were like the Crown writing while watching that Oprah interview. <laughs> Seriously, though. But no, that statement, it's like, it's exactly what you would have expected her to say. Like, I mean, okay, there exactly. go. Okay, yeah, I'm reading it. Yep. But We're it's, private. it's so... We're, private. We're not going to talk about it. Got it. <laughs> okay, first, we'll talk about the crown. We'll guys many thoughts on this Meghan Harry debacle, but we have to talk about the crown first. We have to talk about the crown first because, listen, you guys, say you're one of those ones that you, you ha- if you haven't watched the crown at all, get off your ass go and watch go the watch crown. the crown. If you've only watched, like, seasons one and two or whatever, and you're like, oh, I don't like that they switched up the cast because, listen, I understand. When I first started season three, I'm like, oh, I'm not really feeling the, the, the new cast. And so I stopped it for a while. And that's why I was so behind for so long. Because I was just like, meh. But, <laughs> but listen, you've got to watch. Because it's just one of those things that's like, you almost like them in the first two seasons. And then you don't. <laughs> and then you do not like them anymore. And then it just, it, it, it's just starts it getting was really worse, like, and worse and worse. Right. And worse. Like, okay, because you and I were like... <laughs> in the thick of the Diana years. like Oh, I, I remember vividly being a very young child mm-hmm. and all the furor over the wedding. I remember I was not, my mommy said that I was in her belly when I was watching the wedding. <laughs> but I remember, I remember like Diana being on the cover of magazines and like lots of talk about it. And... All the time. You could not, like, I feel like people don't understand her level of famous and I even include and it only grew like from the wedding yes on, it, it was just it, just, it was the, exponential anytime you walked into a grocery store there was 15 magazines tabloids and magazines that had her face on it there was always a Diana story for years and years and years like until the end of her life it was crazy it was absolutely well no even longer than that I think at least 15 years I mean it was nuts it was absolutely nuts I feel like that kind of famous doesn't even exist anymore just because the outlets are so well, very here's 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 my hot take. That level of famous should never exist no, because it it's was, not good. It was really bad. Like 
to say she was in a fishbowl. Like, maybe... I, I can't even really think of anybody today who even comes close to it. I really can't because it was such a, this weird, cause she's a real, it's not just like an actor, an actress who's very famous for a role. Like this is a real person. And for whatever Amer you know, we told the British monarchy to fuck off many moons ago, but we're still obsessed with them. You know what I mean? So it's like, we are because it's, it's this image of, it's, the fairy tale. Oh, I don't even know what, what it is. It's just like it's a, it's an ideal mm-hmm. that nobody else will ever live up to. So therefore, it's just dreams. Yeah. So therefore, it's not real. You're disconnected. Well, from and it. I think it's a very interesting. And as I've been watching The Crown, it's very much and it's very much. This is what's being presented to the public, and then this is right. what's really going on. When you watch The Crown, you're almost. The, the the sensation I felt, particularly in the later seasons, was disappointment. Mm, yes. And it wasn't, it's not just like disappointment because these are terrible people, but it's like disappointing that they aren't better people. You know? Right. Especially it's, for a group of people to be given so much. Well, it's just like, you, you see, like, how many movies, and we've been raised on Disney, and Disney's probably a bad example, but, you but know, think of any movie... Yeah. Or any storybook where there was kings and queens and princes and princesses, they always kind of behaved a certain way, acted a certain way, behave, you know, they were a certain way. They were more like what we saw in Princess Diana, which is why I think everybody was so obsessed with her because they were finally getting what we thought royalty was. Right. Yes. But what the actual royal family is it's this the more and more and this came up a lot during harry and megan's interview and it really kind of bugged me like the there's they call it the firm the institution i found that really weird but see it's all it's like a conglomerate though so it's like in some situations you're talking about the family in some situations you're talking about the institution in some situations, right. you're talking about the firm. And there's like three different categories. And it's an intermixing of a bunch of different people. So you never really know who, who's doing what. You know what I mean? So I think the way that the crown kind of opened the door was, to me at least, was this is a family. But this is also not necessarily a business but it is a business you know what i mean the business of being but even when it comes down to the family itself the way Mm -hmm. they would behave right like i'm thinking of of how they were with margaret thatcher now listen Mm -hmm. i don't love margaret thatcher i can't think of too many people who do love margaret thatcher she's a very controversial figure and i don't i don't agree with her at all but i don't like what they did to her on that trip to Scotland. Right. You know, they they were they were boorish. Mm-hmm. They were exclusionary. Mm-hmm. They were they were like the mean intended girls. to be that. You know. It's, yeah. It's they they're they're like un they're unapologetically mean girls. It's not even is like, what the royal family essentially it's, is. It's like they're you know, it's almost passive aggressive, but in a lot of ways it's just aggressive aggressive. it's just it's we're better than you the expert they're experts at the snub they're really good at it yeah they're really good at it but they're but they're they're, but there's nothing and i and and 
there's nothing really elegant about them either while they're doing it. It's like they're putting on this superiority and you're like watching it and you're like, there's nothing to feel superior right. about here. <laughs> you, know? you guys are, there's nothing special about you. They're not particularly attractive. They're not a particularly smart. They're not particularly talented in any like arts or anything. They're just. Well, and here's, eh. and it reminds me of a line from Buffy because Anya is talking about, it's in the last season and Anya is like, why do we have to listen to her? Why do we have to listen to Buffy? Because Buffy and Buffy's like, well, I'm the slayer. And she's like, yeah, but there's nothing you did to deserve that. There's no special skill. Right. There's no, right. You did nothing to earn it. She's like, so right. It, 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 she's like, that doesn't make you better than us. It makes you luckier right. than us. And it right. was really like, that's and exactly that's it. It. And I really yeah. apply that to the royal family because they've done nothing but inherit they've done nothing. wealth and power. No. And I think for Americans, it's really difficult to be like, oh, yeah, this is an institution. She was deemed by God because we just don't we don't roll that way with, you know, that's no, not that's not the kind but of country like, we and, are. And even like in terms of understanding why the British have such a reverence for it even though they have a democracy in the parliament and all that kind of stuff, they still have this. I feel like their reverence is, is all based yeah, in tradition. I think that's the, as, as a Catholic, that's as close as I can get. Cause there's like just lots of stuff the Catholic church does. That's just tradition. You're like, why do you do that? Cause that's the way we do it. That's really, that's really the answer sometimes. So, and I think the royal family. The way I like, feel is just like, that's just right. not a so good a lot of people are like, nah. <sighs> And I think particularly for the royal family, like, that's their answer to almost everything. And it's never a good enough reason. Well, it's never. And especially when it comes to modernizing. They're so fucking reluctant to modernize. Well, I think they think if they modernize that they're going to lose some power. And I'm like, y'all don't have much to start with. So No, you're you're almost, you got one foot out the door already. And and everything that you're doing is pushing the other foot out the door too. Like they need to look you at know, themselves like... as a charitable organization that goes out and raises money right. for causes. That's really how they should look. Because that's like the best. That's the best part of them is that they bring the attention that they get, and they try to bring that you know attention to causes that they care about. Well, which okay, fine. But they're not like I feel yeah, like I don't know. I feel like they almost got it when we were watching, I think it was it was in season three, where they invited in the TV yes. cameras. And they almost got it there. They were like, that was exactly what they need to do. But what they didn't like is how it average it, right. it portrayed them, how elitist it portrayed them. And they they that made them like, oh no, we're not gonna do that anymore. It's like, no, 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 that was right. the wrong answer. That was <laughs> You need, they need, you need to have the transparency. You need to have humility. You need to have, I don't know what, the, they need to have compassion. I feel yeah, like there's a lack of compassion. compassion. I think that's really, you really see that in terms of the Diana years, which is season four. Like, right. Whole. But you saw, you started to see inklings yeah, of it. Charles. Not so much during like, like why first does Charles turn out to be such a dick? And a lot of it is because. Charles was like in the beginning. I'm like everybody was saying like I hate Charles, but I was still like on season exactly. three. I'm like, like no, what are you talking about? Just wait. 
And then I got to season four and I was like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh, he's, so, oh, he's a whole bag of dicks. <laughs> like, I just, you just hate him. You hate him so much. And what's sad is like, and I remember tweeting this at the end after I finished season four. And I was like, my prayer is that the crown is, uh, that it, that it was better than what was portrayed in the crown. But my fear is it was way, way worse. I read something from, from people who have, formerly worked in Buckingham Palace, you know, people people who know things about mm-hmm. the royal family. And they've said, you know, yeah, there's things that were inaccurate about the crown. Right. It is fiction. And they said, but the the most fiction it tells is that it paints them with more what's the kindness. Word? With more and well more kindness and empathy. more more like empathy and understanding than they actually every time i think of yep it's more it paints them more sympathetic that's what that was it it paints them more sympathetic than than they actually are because the way i i read that article they were like you know they're actually more ruthless i'm sure they are i think they're colder they're very stiff upper yes you don't show emotion and i think when you look at Diana and both in the show and in real life, she is pure emotion. You know what I mean? I think she genuinely was in love with Charles. I mean, she, I think maybe not in the, I think when she said yes, I think she really wanted to be in love with Charles. Well, I think by the time they had the kids, I think she had actually genuinely fallen in love with him. I think in the beginning, she just, you know, she was living the fairy tale and you know right right she got she she got scooped up by it 19 can you i mean can you imagine getting married not let alone getting married at 19 but getting married to the future king of england at 19 here's here's the here's the thing is because i've been doing a little bit of kind of like studying and reflection on on the different Mm -hmm. generations and kind of the traits that they share and the queen is from the same generation mm. as my parents, which is the mm-hmm. silent generation. And once you kind of understand certain things about the silent generation, you start to like look at the queen and Philip and be like, mm, I see it now because their whole thing, <laughs> the silence were raised they're called silence because they were their parents told them that they're the ones who started the children right, right. seen and not heard. And they grew up yep. in the depression. And she grew up in World War II. And and yes, they were children in World War II and, and teenagers and such. And it was an extremely different time. And they don't show a lot of emotion. They don't show a mm-hmm. lot of affection. They're very spare mm-hmm. and sparse, both with possessions yep. and affection. And that's exactly yeah. how my parents were. I think that fits the bill completely. And it does. And they pass it on to their children. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the younger boomers and the, the Gen Xers, they, they it, it, it kind of just snowballs and snowballs until there has to be a kind of a generational break. And I almost think that her reign being as long as it has, has been damaging because they need, 
They need yeah. the fresh blood in there to wipe out the old, the, the new guard, everything. Because yeah. it's, it's just yeah. gotten stale. Well, my thing whenever I looked at season four, and I think my thing is, as I was watching, and I think Diana, I think obviously Diana was wonderful and had a very good heart, but there were a lot of emotional problems too. You know what I mean? Tons. Oh, yeah. And she, yeah, had she was not emotionally and mentally stable all the time. And I just think Charles just had no idea what to do with that. But I think what I was struck with is it's a phrase my mom uses on me when I'm like saying, hey, I really wish this person would do this. She will tell me the well is dry. Like I'm looking for something that they do not have. She kept going to the queen and being like looking looking for something from her. And I'm like, you're not going to get it. Kind of bond, mother, daughter. And I'm like, girl. That's a a turnip and you're trying to get blood from it, honey. So dry. (laughs) Like what Diana thought her relationship with the queen and Charles was going to be and what it actually was, was so far outside her realm of what she thought it was going to be. And then just what it actually was, if you're just a person who have who has feelings, like it's untenable. Like, no, he was just supposed what to be I cool found... that Charles was banging Camilla. She's supposed to be okay with that. What I found kind of horrifying is, you know, the innate engagement's announced or whatever, and she's whisked away from her apartment where she's living mm-hmm. with some friends, brought to Buckingham Palace. And then basically yeah, they, like, isolate. Lock her up. She's not seeing mm-hmm. the queen. She's nope. not seeing Charles. She's not seeing anybody. She's mm-hmm. 19 years old. And they're yep. all by herself. They lock her up. And then they're like, why do you have a problem with this? And it's like, oh my God, you people are psychopaths. This is not normal. This is not Like how we when treat she people. finds the cufflinks, that's like that's a legit yeah. thing that did happen like she talked about it in an interview yes. and I was just like can you imagine Correct. like you're 19 you think you're in love with this guy and then you've got Camilla Parker Bowles who's kind of throwing her weight around you know and you're just trying to get the lay of the land let's let's talk about that that moment it was in season just four. such a strange no no the 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 moment the moment where it was towards yeah. the end of yeah. the season and things were coming right. rapidly to a head and Charles had the audacity the unmitigated gall to come at Diana and yell at her for upsetting yeah. Camilla and I was just like watching it and my, my jaw dropped open I'm I like you unimaginable yeah, you know, like, idiot. You know like that scene in Titanic when Rose says, you unimaginable bastard, because she finally sees right, right. the fiancé for yes. what, just what an astronomical... The demon underneath the, the skin Satan mask. In front of you her. I'm going to marry Satan. <laughs> like, that's what you feel like. You're like, Diana, you are married to Lucifer himself. Yeah. He is it's a just, fuckwit. It's such an, and, oh, is she supposed to care? And then, like, you upset Camilla, and it's like, Camilla, fucking who? You're right to me, like, you I, bastard. Mother of your children. I mean, it was just, and like everybody being, like the whole royal family was in a twist that Diana was just like not shrugging her shoulders at this affair. Like she had a beef with it. Like I think right. Elizabeth and Philip were like, so, like well, everybody I has think affairs. Was, like 
And then, like, the queen will toss Philip a salty look, like, remember right, season exactly. two? Like, you be quiet. You be quiet. Yeah, but you know, that's a not okay. Philip, like, the impression I got from the show, maybe real life, was Philip was like, but Diana is so much hotter than Camilla. Like, he just couldn't understand his son going for Camilla over Diana. Like, he was just like, listen, Philip, like, nobody you're, understood you're like, that. He's the 19 year old gorgeous blonde virgin. Like, what are you thinking? That's that's another thing the crown got inaccurate. They made Camilla yeah. look halfway oh, attractive. It, I did. You're like, what? I mean, not that Philip is a prize himself. Oh god, I heard who they cast. It's the guy from the affair. First of all, it's the guy from the affair. Which what a great show to get to play Charles in the next. They cast him for for, for season five, but he's next... like super hot. And I'm like, like, come on, y'all. No, I don't think he's hot at all. But I also don't Compared think he looks Charles, like Charles. He's way hotter. Listen. That rock on the ground in my backyard that I'm looking at right now is hotter than Charles, okay? So that's not my saying My mom will always say, like, she has said so many times, she's like, listen, we got to thank Diana for introducing those Spencer jeans because that's what made any Yikes. of them, like, remotely tolerable to look at. <laughs> it's not long at all. <laughs> no lines detected. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes, the yikes. Double Diana, yikes. Though, it was phenomenal. She deserves an Emmy. Like she, she did, did a really good job. good job. I was really impressed. She was she was heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, and I love how she captured her innocence and just how clueless and how naive Diana was. You like it's like you're watching the lamb go to the slaughter. It really feels like that. Oh, the when that when that car oh. picked her up. And and took her she to like Buckingham Palace, off. and she was looking out the mm-hmm. window at the lights, and she had all this open eyes. I wanted yep. to cry, like, oh god, because I was like, "Look how I full know. of hope she is, and she'll be in a car here in seventeen years, and that's going to be it." The interview that I can just never get over, like in terms of like the royal family's concern with how things look in the press. Oh, I okay, hate. First it. of all, they're obsessed. I am with it. sick of that. Second shit. of all. For Charles to say whatever love means in their first joint, and that's and the actual thing that happened to everybody. I was like, yeah, I've seen the, I remember the interview. Diana, yeah, I've seen look, the clip. I mean, understandably so. She's shocked and then devastated, and then she has to cover for him. It's like the shit that comes out of his mouth. Like I'm sorry, you people don't know how emotions yeah, like, work what, and what, how to deal how with do you think other that's people. An okay thing to say. It's you don't one thing say to that. Think it, but it's another thing to verbalize stuff, and the stuff that Charles verbalizes, you're like, it's not okay to say these things. Like we know that you're an asshole, but like, I feel like when his when when what's his name got blown up by the IRA, like I feel like that man represented Charles' yeah. conscience. A little. And when he died, that so was, was it. another moment. My mom's Irish, 100%. She's like, I know we're supposed to get weepy over Mount Batten, but <laughs> she's like, I probably. No, I wasn't like, weepy. I was like, no I was sad for to talk like this. They're probably tapping our, our phones. She's like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Listen, we don't love the royals. No, no person with Irish Yo. blood has any particular like, fondness. Yeah. For well, England and the monarchy. You know, it's what it is. Like, he's terrible. I, was like, I mean, it was kind of not cool that they, they blew up. 
wife his... and the kids too. Like, yeah, that was that was kind of know, rude, but... a little rough. Like, yeah, that was bad. But meanwhile, I'm watching The Crown, and I'm like, "Look, Kevin Lannister." <laughs> like, <laughs> like he looks like no matter what role it is. Like that guy is just. I've seen him. He played a decent guy in Me Before You, and it kind of threw me off. Years. I wouldn't know how to handle it because even like with Charles, because like he's the one person that can tell Charles you're being a complete ass. Yeah. And he was like, like there was so much about that <laughs> Charles, like, dude, grow the fuck up. He was literally the only person right. that could reach him. But like him. Charles would not Well, I think his I think his mom could reach him. I think his dad could reach him if they gave two shits about him. I don't think I don't think Philip could reach him. I think I think Philip was just so wholly disappointed for who Charles <laughs> Listen, I we mean, all were. I think the Queen yeah, was too, because like, listen. My my husband's favorite theory right now is that the only reason she hasn't died is because she doesn't want Charles oh, to be Oh, it's 100%. And she's determined Listen, to outlive him. She's going to outlive that bastard if it's the last thing. And it will be the last thing she does. Like, Charles will die. And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think she okay with either with Satan or she is a vampire. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. No one can convince me otherwise. We, we hardly ever see her during the day. I know she's I know she's aged, but maybe we don't know everything about vampires that we think we do. Maybe vampires age, but only more slowly. I'm just telling you. Maybe, no, here it, here it is. Here it is. Bringing in some Harry Potter know, lore. Just, she's she's drinking. No, she's drinking oh, unicorn blood. That's, That's how she's staying. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of unicorns, I have to I have to say okay. here for a minute. I learned an interesting factoid Detail. recently about why the national animal of scotland is a unicorn this was an interesting segue continue <laughs> okay it's related i promise <laughs> the reason being is because days before scotland chose the unicorn england chose the golden lion and in mythology the only creature that was able to defeat the golden lion was oh. the unicorn I was going to say, Scotland, another country that hates Britain's guts. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hates him. Well, and look at Wales. They picked a dragon. I'm sure that lion wouldn't have done so good up against a dragon. Like, nobody fucking nobody likes England. Nobody likes England. Except, except British people. <laughs> England likes, likes England, England and fact, that's about it. I gotta be it. honest, after the Megan and Harry interview, being on Twitter. Now it's like, let's just sink the whole right, thing into like, the Atlantic. Well, being good on idea. Twitter let's that night was a hoot and a half. Because it's like, You'll have to tell because me because like, I missed okay, all of that. It's like American Twitter was waiting for British Twitter to wake up to all the dragging <laughs> and to watch British Twitter get all uppity about their our lack of respect for their queen and royalty and like fuck them all attitude and there are, I follow quite a few Brits, so I'm very curious about what they funny. thought. I like the dragging. It was it was hilarious and you know here's the deal there's a lot of hypocrisy that's floating around with these people they just make the rules up as they go like everyone tries to cite rules oh but this is a this is a precedent yeah but then they switch it yeah the rules only matter insofar as they can use it to own somebody else in an argument the rules can change no i i I have an issue with anyone from the royal family arguing that the 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 crown presents them in a negative light if anything i feel like the writers have gone out of their way to soften 
appearance. Right. That's exactly that's exactly what I was saying because it makes them more sympathetic. There are actual episodes where you're like, oh, Charles. And then, like, a few episodes later, oh, Charles. But then Meghan Markle gets you on know? TV and does an interview with Oprah. And you're like, oh, yeah. They're awful! Listen, I saw, I saw, you know, everybody's talking about the biggest thing out of that interview probably has to be what the revelations about questions Harry got okay, about but can I tell what you? color their baby it, would be. So I gotta tell you what happened. No, no, I, I got, no, no, I got like, the I gist. What happened? So like she, it was like okay, really one me. of those moments where it's like, okay. I, I watched know, the but, clip. Like, but did you see Harry afterwards? <laughs> did you see the clips with Harry? Okay, so oh. yeah, you see the clips. <laughs> you see, you know, Megan tells Oprah that story, and I and Oprah's like, "What the fuck are you actually saying?" Yeah, Oprah's reaction was, was just like, "Oprah's like, what?" Oh, which is pretty much everybody in America, anybody watching the eighteen million. But then, and and I kind of thought I saw a little bit of a oh crap look on Megan's face, but then she owned it. She just owned it. She's like, "Yeah, several conversations." And then Harry gets on. And Oprah's like, so Harry, spill the deets, man. And he's like, I'm not talking about that. And it was only one conversation. And I was like, what we have here, my friends, is a failure to communicate between husband and wife. Like, y'all needed to get your story straight about what this no holds bar interview was actually. So I think Megan actually let something slip that Harry did not want shared. Because he shut it down hard. I saw an interview that Oprah did with Good Morning America the yeah. next day where she, she mentioned mm-hmm. that. And she said, you know, because the person interviewing her was like, did you try to find out who, who it was that said this? And she says, of course I did. I'm Oprah. <laughs> but, but they weren't going to say anything. She said, but then Harry told me, he says, you know, if I, if, I, if I were to speak publicly about this, he wanted me to make sure that everyone knew that it wasn't my grandmother or grandfather. Well, that was a really interesting part. Okay, so this is where we get, this is why this family is so complicated and it's, it's political, it's complicated, it's about image, it's, it's a whole lot of layers here because. It's like, you think oh your family God, drama is bad? Wait until you add like oh monarchy so into it. I think somewhere. <laughs> As an outsider looking in, not just on Harry and Meghan's situation, but also on the British people, there is a great deal of love and adoration for the Queen. Okay, Correct. like you don't mess with the Queen. She's she's she is, she to, is be to be respected. She's given ninety three hundred years of service. You know, everybody loves <laughs> the Queen, and and just because <laughs> Phil's been married to her, hitched his ride to her for one hundred and fifty years, like we like him too. So they were very, very no, we don't. <laughs> careful in the interview yeah. to talk about what a great relationship they have with the queen and, you know, how kind the queen was to Megan and how she can just call the queen up and be like, what's up, babe? Like, it, it was very, like, uh, it was very interesting. And Harry was very cognizant of saying he has a wonderful relationship with his grandmother. He respects her a lot. He really went out of his way to be like, when I'm bashing my family, I'm not bashing my grandma. Cool, everybody? Got it? So it brought this layer. It's my brother and my right. father. So the problem, though, is later on when they're getting into specifics about some things, which I was kind of like, and it's 
I've had a couple Twitter conversations with people and I've gotten corrected on a few things and there's nuances here. And I'm not saying I agree with everything Megan and Harry said, and there's others, whatever. But what got me, what was extremely confusing to me. So this all really boils down to, I think for Harry and Megan, what really kind of pushed things over the line was when she got pregnant with Archie because they were told that Archie is not going to be titled. Okay. And you know, they were like, we were kind of upset about that. And everyone's jumping over Harry, all over Harry and saying, well, Harry knew that because the way the law is written right now, it's only the children and the grandchildren of the monarch who are titled. So Archie is a great grandchild. Okay. But then you're like, but wait a minute, William and Kate's kids, they're all titled. Well, the (sighs) queen made an exception for that. So one would wonder, but that's because they're all in line for the throne, right? Right. Guess who else is in line for the throne? Archie. <laughs> so he might be last in the line. Got to kill a lot of people before we get to Archie, but Archie's still in the line. Okay. So Megan and, uh, and so what they were told with in tandem that Archie was not going to be titled, that Archie was not going to get security because he's not titled that was the big problem from what i understand the actual freaking hell zone are you living in right now like that was insane to me okay because you're talking about the son of princess diana for anyone to be arguing that william and harry do not have a laser focus on them for their entire lives you have to be smoking crack. And then you throw Meghan Markle into the situation. She's American. She's an actress. She's a person of color. The amount of media attention this woman has gotten just before, just for dating the ginger prince is like, it's insane. So Harry's point to it was, okay, I get that he's not entitled to a title, But the risk is the same. Like, you're telling me he's not going to have a title, but the risk is the same. Like, that doesn't change. Like, they're getting death threats. Harry was in Afghanistan. He was a a soldier. Like, they're getting, you know, KKK death threats probably for an interracial cult. And you're telling me that their son is not going to get security. And then on top of that, show up for all the photo ops. I'm like... right. Yeah, I would have left for Canada, too. So that was the part where I was like, I am not following that logic, regardless of what statements were made after Harry and Meghan, you know, left for Canada or what everything was agreed to. I don't understand telling your son that your grandchild or great grandchild is is not going to have security. But the reason why I tie all this back to Harry's... um, you know, reverence for his grandmother and what a great relationship he has with her. The queen is the ultimately the person who decides titles. The buck stops with her. So you can say that's Charles having a conversation with Harry, but Charles doesn't actually have the power to dictate who has titles. So really, I think to their core purpose and what they were really pissed about, it goes back to the queen and you really can't. And then Megan's making inferences. I don't think she really... From her perspective, she felt it was race-related. That, that's why Archie was not getting the same treatment as William and Kate's kids. And I don't think that you can really argue with that 
with her having that perspective. You know what I mean? Like, what's the X factor here? What makes Archie different from the other three kids? And then she's as she's explaining this security, she's backing that up with, oh, by the way, we got questioned on what Archie's skin color was going to be. So it was all in tandem. It was all part of this title security. Why isn't Archie being treated the same? conversation and she offered that up as evidence you know because after a certain point you're like okay you gotta start you gotta start offering some evidence you know what I mean like you just can't so that was when Oprah was like what and then Harry came and was like we're not talking about that so I thought it was kind of it was that's why I say this family is so messy it's just so messy you know what I mean they sound they are toxic as hell and I I that's the part where I was like super just kind of I just I you know the thing is you can't look at Harry and not remember him walking behind him and William walking behind his mother's car no so it was it, it was, was heartbreaking just, you know even on their wedding days you're like oh how great it would have been for Diana to be here and oh it's just you just want them to be you love these boys and you want them to be married happily ever after with a bunch of kids you know what I mean and protected and safe that's all you want for them so for somebody in his family to come to him and say, your son's not getting security because he's not going to be a prince. He can't help but think right. of what happened to his it's mother. Like, of course they're scared. Of course he's scared. Of course Megan's scared. I mean, I'm sure she's terrified. You know what I mean? Like, and you're, and you're saying, and they're asking for help, it sounds like, and they're not getting it. Now, my problem with them during that interview, and I understand maybe they were trying to, like, be respectful and even maybe it came from a place of love and protectiveness but I wish they would have named names let's just burn this shit down you know what I mean like if the argument is we care so much what the press thinks about us and and it's all about image then just take the veil away you know what I mean say it was Charles who was asking about what color you know what I mean it's not like my thing was when Harry was saying oh you know (laughs) there's been a breakdown in the relationship with his father they've been you know, trying to heal things. I'm like, listen, big guy, <laughs> if you think getting on CBS and doing a tell-all interview with Oprah is going to heal the wounds between you and Charlie, I've got another thing coming. Like, you just blew, you just went nuclear on me again. Like, we saw like, Crown season four. We know how Like, Charles- if you think there, there's going to be healing in a sing-song after you've told Oprah all of the secrets, so that was, again, there's things that Harry's saying that as he's saying it, I'm like, I don't feel like these things are based in actual reality. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's not going to be a kumbaya at the end of this interview. And my thing was, obviously, I understand their desire to, like, get out and be like, we're sick of people lying about us because there was a lot of stuff that was just bullshit. You know what I mean? But I just wish they would have just gone that one step further and just tell us who it is. Did you hear about Piers oh, Morgan? He is the scum of the earth, but. So, okay. Long story short, to those who aren't aware, Piers Morgan is kind of like, he's like the Tucker Carlson of, of the. He of, hates Megan Markle. He really does. I don't even think you can class him. And he has, Tucker there's Carlson. a story for why he hates I actually her. think Tucker Carlson yeah. might be classier than Piers Morgan, which is saying something. That's a tough call. But, uh, <laughs> but okay, so years ago, before she met Harry, he and Megan had drinks together or something. Yeah, I think they, like, hung out, like, once or twice. Yeah, 
they had drinks and it was all well and good and they had a good time. He put her in a cab and then apparently after she left having drinks with him, she went to a party and it was at that party. Oh, that see, she I thought they Harry. got set up on a double date. Or like a blind date. Or whatever. I think she had dinner with Harry. I don't think it was blind but right. either way, it was right it was at, directly after so Piers never heard from her right. again. And he would, had recently recounted this story. So it's clearly it's something in that's his still... Crawl. He's stuck there. Yeah, It's in his craw. And so he has, over the years, apparently just gone oh, after her. He hates constantly. her. Like with a passion and fiery force of a thousand suns. And it's, it's really kind of distasteful and gross anyhow. So finally, somebody on his morning show with him told him this said listen it's an, it isn't cool what you're doing i watched the clip today and he's like it's, it, this isn't what you're doing isn't great i understand that that you don't like her but you're you're cultivating this this toxic environment that led to her almost killing herself and well, right you're, you're still doing it right. and it's not cool and here's through a little hissy fit <laughs> Tore off his microphone, stormed oh off stage, and then today he quit the he show. He quit today? Holy shit. Yes. I just saw the, the, the headline, like, just before we started Whoa. doing this podcast. Well, because he had such, I mean, they probably, they're probably like, you either quit or we fire you. Because his response to Megan's suicide discussion was, I don't believe her. Which is a That's gross, gross reaction to, I mean, I'm not saying you have to like Megan Markle. But to anybody told you that hey i was feeling suicidal like here's the thing just believe them because what's the consequence if you or don't? just you know if if, if you can't dig right. deep and find a kernel of of human compassion somewhere in your soul then don't well, i gotta i want to circle back to that too because okay so megan comes out and she says <laughs> that she's feeling suicidal like she thought you know the that the solution to all of this would be to you know just her not being there which which that had to scare the Harry. hell out of her. So uh, the thing that I was thinking, because she was, she repeatedly said she doesn't read anything. I'm like, who the fuck are her friends? Like, are people calling her up and saying, Megan, you know, Daily Mail said this about you. Like, like, where is the information flow coming from? You know what I mean? Because I'm like, those people aren't her friends. You know what I mean? I was like, so if anyone's feeding her any, oh, this is this story and this was this story when she's like purposely not trying to read stuff, like you're a shitty person too. You know what I mean? And you contributed to the general decline of her mental health, you know? But I also think she was just like shut off and cut off. It's not like there was like a lot of like hanging out together with Charles and Camilla at tea. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and I think to Harry's point and what his family wasn't really getting was he was trying to say, listen, this isn't, this isn't the same situation because th- their attitude is like, everybody gets crappy press. Everybody's hounded by the press. Like everybody's had to go through it. Buck up, fella. This is just the process. And in return. But if you can do something to mitigate it, See, wouldn't that's the you? Because that's where Harry was talking. Like, there's this weird, toxic relationship between his family, the institution, the firm, and the press. Right. It's kind of like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. So they let them. Well, and I've watched enough of The Crown and the movie The Queen to understand that they 
rely on the tabloid press to paint right. them in a good light because they know if if the tabloids paint them in a bad light, then they're right. Going they're tomorrow. they're living in constant fear that the British people are going to be like, okay, we don't really need the tourist attraction anymore, and yank it and shut down Disney World. <laughs> and I think Harry Harry did not say that last night, but I think that's an easy conclusion because you're like, well, why? That he kept saying oh, they yeah. live in fear of the press. Well, why do you live fear in press? Because their entire existence as royals is based on the goodwill of the people. Well, not not Harry oh, and no, Meghan no. anymore, but the rest well, of the royals. Yeah, yeah. Because I think if people are because that was interesting too, because there's been a lot of like he said, she said, blah 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 about what Harry and Meghan wanted. So what Harry and Meghan wanted, they didn't want to leave. They just wanted to be lower ranking uh, royals like Zara Phillips. You know what I mean? Like Zara occasionally right. show up when Grandma calls upon, but she's not like you know actively out there the way William and Kate are you know what I mean so what 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 Harry and Megan were saying is like listen gave it a try for a couple of years not loving the life I think we want to take a step back we still want to serve our queen we still want to be part of the royal family but also living in Britain kind of sucks for Megan and I think we're going to move to Canada still commonwealth but like we'll work it all out and we're just going to be lower ranking um royals and because their point was they weren't reinventing the wheel. This existed, you know, and the answer was no, you're either in or you're out. So they were like, OK, I guess we're out now. I think the part that Oprah kind of glazed over was when I my memory is sh- really shady, but like when they like released their statement, there was also an announcement of this Sussex Royal thing and they didn't address it at all because. And I think it pissed off the queen because everything like that is run, everything's run through the queen. You know what I mean? Like here, like William and Kate have their own website and they're whatever, they're the Cambridges, whatever, but that's all managed as part of the institution. And I think they felt like Harry and Meghan and Taking wanted to take a step back and be lower ranking royals, but yet they still wanted like the media of, and like their own brand essentially. So she like, nix that they can't use the sussex name so that's when they came up with archwell so that part of it i was a little like i don't understand what was good and what was bad about the archwell versus sussex you know what i mean but essentially they were just told you're either in or you're out and harry's like okay then we're out and i think that's a completely understandable reaction after everything that he's been through and his wife's been through you know what i mean i think it's fair yeah so I think what sucks is, you know, I think the, the British media kind of turned on Megan and made her the villain. And you know what? I know that there were also, like, there's complaints about Megan. Like, I guess they were releasing, like, the, the castle, you know, I call it the castle. <laughs> the, the, you know, the royal family or not even the royal family, but people who worked in with her made complaints. And now there's this, you know what? Two things can be true. There can be people who worked for Megan who didn't like her. And Megan can also have been a, a victim of unfair, racist, bigoted uh, attacks. Right. Well, right. nobody's perfect. I mean, right. look at Diana. Yes. She wasn't I perfect think that either. There is this need within like people to make Diana perfect. And I and I I'm like, Diana was always the first one to say, Listen, I screw up all the time. <laughs> 
it's 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 well it's not even just the royals i mean people do that with everybody everybody's either 100 good or 100 yeah. bad and we don't allow for any margin of error right so if a 100 good person does one percent bad, right. then bad i think a really great example of that and like what what got megan so frustrated is because they you know they brought do you remember that story when it was like oh megan made kate cry over over flower growth. Yes, right? I okay. heard about that so too. This was a huge thing and whatever. And all we ever hear about how Megan made Kate cry over flower girl dresses. I was like, I don't know, they looked okay on the day of. I was like, what's the problem? I remember like when the when I look back at pictures, like, what was the problem with the flower girl dresses? She looked ador- adorable. Um, so apparently it was the reverse. Kate had a beef with the flower girl dresses and it made Megan cry. So it was just so she not only did, she, did Kate hurt Megan's feelings, but then she's like getting lied about in the press for something that Kate did. Which, yeah, I mean, if I were if I were Megan, I'd be really pissed off about that. That sucks. You know what I mean? And like, no one was coming yeah. out and saying because this is the other big thing that Harry and Megan were having. No one's coming out and saying this shit isn't true. Now, some people, I guess, t- I was re- you know, there have been times and I remember there are times where things were said to not be true from the firm you know what I mean but like are they batting down every but this was like a huge story and it kept just like you can never get rid of it and nobody ever said no that's not true they it was just like oh you just have to no comment all the time and it's like okay well when you're constantly no commenting and you're the person portrayed as the villain you know what I mean? Like that's not fair. That's not. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a bit of a so problem. Like you understand? And she was very like, I don't want to drag Kate into this because she's a good person, and she apologized to me. Like that was the thing that I was like, you know, this is like this pressure on these two women to like absolutely love each other and be best friends, and if they don't get along a hundred percent of the time, it's either they have to love each other to death or they hate each other, and it's Kate versus. Well, and the way the press immediately right, like that's not like, and if you think that's not like, like what makes Kate perfect and what makes Megan? Gee, let me, let me think like, for a minute. You're Megan Markle. I wonder what it and wouldn't you? Wouldn't that lead to that conclusion? Yeah, of course. And can it you would. understand why she feels like that? Yeah, there's no arguing that. And people who keep trying to argue that when you have stories like that. Oh, but no, but she's bad. It's like, okay, so she might have said some stupid things. Does that make it okay to hurl racist insults at her? No. So fucking stop it. Sorry she wore a brooch from some, like, whatever dictator. Like, Prince Andrew is a freaking pedophile and he's walking around with his freaking exactly. security team that the queen okay. They have no, no problem, problem protecting his pedophilic ass. Andrew. We're, we're, we're getting up into the mouthpiece all the time and being like, Prince Andrew's totally innocent, but oh, we have to say no comment when it comes to Megan. Here's what I think, and I think Harry made this mm-hmm. comment. She did so good on that first tour that they did. He said, it kind of reminded me of my mom. Where it was like, she did too mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? And, you know, Harry's grown up as the spare. And just my impression is, you know, you know, whoever's in line has to be the star. Charles always had his knickers in a twist because Diana was a bigger star than him. Okay. 
Which really comes off looking really shady on I him in the crown. I think Kate Middleton is much savvier than people give her credit for. And I think she's very deferring to William and has purposely yes. gone out of her way to be like second, like shine the spotlight on him and less on me. And she's very. It makes you wonder if Charles had a right her or about it. who, whatever. That's how their marriage works. Whatever, okay. But then you have Megan coming along, and she might outshine Kate. She might outshine William. She's certainly gonna outshine Charles and Camilla, and that shit ain't gonna fly. Because now you're outshining all the people who are in line for the throne, and you can't ever do that. It's like if you do that. And especially and not if you're, if you're a, a black, black woman American from America, woman. you sure as hell aren't doing that. So, like, to say that there's not institutional racism that we're dealing with in Britain, I think is kind of ridiculous, you know? Oh, they they founded institutional racism. Where did you think we got it thing. from? How stupid <laughs> can they be? They have pretty goddamn the opportunity stupid. of a lifetime for the first time in generations where they have a person of color in the freaking family and they're icing her i'm like how did you think that was gonna play well and, and i this is almost related to the f- thought i had while watching the crown is they had an incredible asset in yes. princess diana but because they were jealous of all the attention she got they yes. pushed her out same, yeah, like, would Instead it have of been using it. so bad if Megan brings a little bit more attention to a situation than maybe Charles does? Like, get over it, Charles. You're never going to be, you're never going to be likes beloved, you, you know, like, nobody likes you. Nobody did like you. Listen, our feelings about Charles were pretty goddamn bad by the time Diana died. Mm. And they mellowed over the years. We saw lots of photo ops of him being great single father to his poor bereaved children. And then we didn't like Camilla. And she came in and we're like, but then we mellowed to her too. We're like, fine, this is just what it is. It's just, you know, that's how it is. It's how it is. Whatever. Who cares? But then we watched The Crown. And that stirred up everything again. And we're like, nope. Sorry, fucking hate your asses forever. Tweaking about the crown because it brings all this shit up again, and you're like, "Well, yeah, because you're an asshole." Like, and let's not act like the crown is creating sentiments that weren't already there. It's just reminding us. Now, I don't agree with (laughs) all this stuff. Is stuff we thought before. Everything Harry and Meghan said. Like, I think there's a little bit like Meghan, and I understand why she probably does this. Like, this is a very smart savvy woman of the world she was friends with eugenie before she met harry and she kind of plays it off a little bit like oh i didn't know anything about the royal family <laughs> like girl please like you didn't oh i never googled harry it's like honey <laughs> but i know why she says it because she if she says oh i was totally they yeah. don't want to like oh she you want like hunted like for him and like you're like this here's the right. thing you can come away with really two things at the end of uh this interview Either Piers Morgan is right, and this is all this very long game that she's playing from, I would say, 16 to whatever, 34, however old she is now, okay? And this has been a long-term plan to ostracize Harry from his family, get them to exit from the royal family so they can move to Minneapolis.
Indianapolis or move to, to, to California and become, and she could become an even more famous movie star or something, or like the next Michelle Obama, whatever his thing is. Okay. But she would have to legit be a sociopath for any of that to be true. Well, and he exactly. was not adult, it appears. What, what you're or, saying is, is that if given half the chance, you would have done or, the same thing. If you can't understand why right. she wouldn't or, do it, because you would have done the same thing. is, she married into a cold, fairly calculating family who is image-obsessed. And you, you put those two up against each other. And you're like, okay, is Megan a sociopath? Or are the royals just really obsessed with their image and jealous of anybody who steals the attention? Now, where have we seen this happen before? Like, what's right? What sounds more logical? It's B. It's not A. You know what I mean? Like, she's, it's like, okay. And honestly, Megan, my impression was she was all, you know, we're full on into this. I'm going to, like, you know, raise money and be part of the you know what I mean she was just like I could just use a little support and it's the same problem that you know Diana ran into there isn't any support like she's got Harry and hopefully Harry's teaching her like how to curtsy and you know like I was like that's not that big of a deal you can memorize the freaking you know you've memorized 300 page scripts probably you can memorize the the you know the British anthem I think you got it but like on other stuff in terms of like protecting her that's where I think it all fell apart and that's where Harry feels it all fell apart you know what I mean well and 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 did none of them consider for a minute that that would be a big touchstone for Harry given what happened to his mother he would want his wife to be protected well and I think there was a clip later on there was a clip later on of, um, you know, Megan talking about Kate and the attention that Kate received. And she's like, okay, they called her Weighty Katie. And, you know, it was like, yeah, there was a lot of media attention on her. But she's like, Weighty Katie is not the same as, like, the things she's being called in the press. Well, and also, all the attacks on Kate ended the instant Megan right. came into the It family. was like, okay, all of a sudden now we're, we've picked it's really like who's the villain and who's the innocent and we they just decided Megan was the villain and what Megan's saying is not only are you named me the villain but I kind of had an uphill climb anyways being a black woman so like you haven't made that any easier and that's what that's what Harry was trying to like get across that there's another layer here that literally nobody else in the family has ever dealt with because we're not black and they literally cannot understand that like they were like huh no, it's the same. It's like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. So, and they just treated them. And here's the other thing. If we can change the, my thing is, if we can change the rules for William and, or for George and for um, the other two, can't remember their names right now, we can change the rules for Archie. And they were like, no, we're not going to change the rules. So at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, hey, I'm going to, we'll walk. I'm going to knock on Netflix door. Check you later. And they cut him off because that was the other thing. Did you hear that? That did he talk about the money? Did you hear the clip where he talked about the money? That was interesting. I didn't so know. okay, there's a little bit of, again. He said, she said. So when they released their, we're leaving, and I'll, you know, here's the thing: the statements that they released after everything was decided, I think, is like what they were being told to say. So 
for image. And that was their point. Like, we wanted to stay. We wanted to be continue to be royals. We were told to leave. And then in the statement, they had to make it sound like this was their decision. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's not how that went. So in the statement, Harry says, you know, they want to be financially independent. So after they leave, Charles cuts them off from the big money. Now, it's not like I wasn't like weeping for Harry because he he went from a billionaire to a millionaire. But the money that he used, the money that he still had, was all the money that Diana left him. And she left him more money than she left to William because she knew William was going to get everything. So really, f- Diana financed the escape. Which, when you think about it... I think that is absolutely fantastic. It's like, she knew. She didn't it's know, It's like she, she knew. knew. You know what I mean? So, and I think, too... She yeah, knew. I, the yeah. other part that Harry was like, oh, you know, my dad and my brother, they're trapped. They can't escape. That's bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Because they... they are one of them can abdicate the throne. Things. They can ask well, me to throw out and be like, well, we don't need to be royalty anymore and go live, you know, in the country, in the, one of the 14 estates. Or, yeah, when, when you the, the crown comes to you. I did like that Oprah, and I think Harry was a little taken aback, and she pushed him. She's like, okay, Prince Harry, how were you trapped? Because it's like this, this, this idea of poor little rich boy, you know what I mean? He was kind of like flabbergasted that she, she was even asking him, well, how can you ask me that I'm trapped? Because I'm trapped. And it was really interesting to watch a black woman pose that question to a white man because Oprah having actually known true adversity and like really being trapped by something you have no control over, like your skin color and hairy who had every opportunity and luxury afforded to him. And I think it did make Harry think a little bit. You know what I mean? Like how much was I I trapped or how much was I Kind of feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, or like buying into the system. Exactly. And no, it wasn't like, I mean, it might have felt like this really, it was tumultuous, but the actual part of breaking away, the queen was like, you know, go with God, still love you. Give me a call sometime. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be this huge. Right. And I think that's where the press is into all of it. They're, like, constantly stirring the pot. Oh, they want it to right. be dramatic. They right. want it to be a big brew. But, like, no. Are things going to be cool with the Cambridges and the Sussexes for a while? Uh, no. Which I think at the end of the day, that's what makes me the saddest, is the destruction yeah. of William and Harry's uh, relationship. Because I don't... But, you know, he, William yes. had every opportunity. No, no, no. Like, again, there's certainly parties here who are more responsible than others. I'm just sad that it happened. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. they, William should have gone above and beyond. He really should have. And he really should have taken up with his brother because if anybody understands what his brother's right, through, like, William, can you not understand being scared for your wife's safety? Why is this such a hard concept? Can you not understand wanting to step away from the spotlight? Like, you can't tell me. And I do think that that's jealousy related. I don't really think how you can take well, it. Well, and it men. also kind of smacks of, of, well, like you say, jealousy, but like, 
expecting Harry to pick the family, the firm, the institution over his yes. wife. Yes. Because that's what they're all told to do. And honestly, that's kind of a through line through the right. crown as well. That, that this comes up to Elizabeth so many times where she has to either fuck over her family or serve, serve the institution. Me. And she fucks over her family every yeah. single time. Over and over and over and over It's and almost over to the point again. that... The things, the things she did to her sister. She did her like, sister so dirty. My God. Oh. I mean, this is an institution that is rigid. It's so rigid it will break itself. You know what I mean? It needs, Mm -hmm. it's going to break regardless itself or somebody else if they don't loosen the fuck up. I think they were like, I think their attitude with (laughs) Megan was, but look how cool we're being because she's a divorcee and we're still giving Harry permission to marry her. It's like laughable. Like, I think Harry needs permission. Like, like, listen. And look, she's a person of color. Listen, you should have been allowing this decades ago. <coughs> Margaret. Right? <laughs> you gotta admit, like, I was like, if I, if Margaret's still alive, no, she dies. I was like, she has just gotta be ripping. You know what I mean? Like, seriously? And I think that they had this air of, at least for, from the way Harry and Megan portrayed it, of okay, we, you know, we're cool with her being a divorcee. We're okay that she's black. That's fine. And we're very welcoming. And now we're done. It's like, <laughs> we were like, yeah. Okay, are we done welcoming? Sort it Excellent. Out. And, and then they just kind of like washed their hands of it. And Harry was like, hey, but I have a few things happening here that are adding some complexities that maybe other people haven't dealt with. And could I get some help for it? I I saw the part where she said she, you know, when she was having her suicidal thoughts and she went and asked, you know, can I go get help for this? Can I go to a hospital? Can I go speak to a, a therapist or whatever? And they How no. ironic is that when her husband's literal, like his charitable, like whatever thing that he's focusing on is mental health. Right. Well, I think that's, that's probably one why. one of those situations, because I was like, okay. Either she talked directly to Charles or she, because it's not William. William doesn't have any power yet. So it, she either talked, because right now Charles is the one. It's like grandma is the queen. Like we're slowly scaling back on the queen responsibilities. It's not like Charles has any like okay. decree power, but he's slowly, he's trying to cut down on people who, you know, not as many, like, the Prince Andrew thing is a real mess for him. So he wants to cut down on the amount of royals that are visible and who has titles and who doesn't. But it's like, let's apply that role, that that approach for the first time with Meghan and Harry's kid. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Okay, so there's that. But I also think like that's a situation where I don't think Megan was talking to a member of the family. I think she was talking to a member of the institution. There was a right. secretary of... Charles or William or I, I believe I that as well. I, I believe that name. as well. Just from watching mm-hmm. the crown, that's yes. kind of what you see happen. They're like, I want to do this. And then somebody else say, but yeah, they have all these pe- why not? Because they it's have never all been done. Working for them that keep the that keep them insulated and don't tell them stuff. It's kind of like the Pope. It's like, okay, the Pope has all these cardinals and people you know, operating around them and they keep things from the Pope. So the Pope is like, it's like you don't have he has deniability. You know what I mean? So, like, 
which isn't which right. Isn't right. It's like, no, the person in the position of power needs to know everything. And that's what they do. They, they keep them out of the loop in certain things. So she went to some undersecretary or some steward and, and got told no. And, and I want that guy. And that, that, that reminds you, that has to remind you of the episode where Margaret discovered the cousins. Yes. At the mental yes, where institution. we hide it away. And how they were told that they were dead because you can't have mental illness within right. the royal family. Because then the people will start to wonder about the mental fitness like, of the Like, I don't think Megan monarch. was, like, super jazzed about, like, it getting out that she was in a mental hospital no. for health-related whatever. But she was also like, at this point, I'm thinking of killing myself at night, so I don't really care either way. I just would like to get some help. I don't want to put right. my husband through that and my children. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, know? like, logical. I mean the person who's having the mental breakdown is the only person making logical sense. That's how the well, and when you consider in. you kind of, when you consider how many people go through that and they, they don't ask for help because right. they're afraid. And so she musters the courage to tell it's somebody she just, needs help. Right. And that's yeah, the response she gets. She told Harry who of course, Harry was wonderful and wanted to help, but she went outside of her marriage to somebody that she hasn't known for very long, someone she probably isn't comfortable sharing this information with, and she gets told no. That situation, more than like even the race, the what color the baby is going to be, that was the one I was like, I want a name. I want a name. And whoever that person is, they need to be fired. Right. Like, I think oh, I agree. too protective. I was like, listen, kids, let's just burn it down. Like, fuck this. You know what I mean? I've, I've honestly, I've been having that thought while watching The Crown. I'm like, yeah, yeah we don't need a monarchy yeah. anymore. It'll be like, you know, it's such a thing we did in I think it's run We got rid course. of the monarchy. We were productive, you know? It's like, that's where, by the end of the by the end of your interview, I was like, all right, I want to list the names. Here's a piece of paper. Start writing it down, you know? But they didn't give me names, and it's a little frustrated. Mama Jen's gonna go, go on their shit. Go knock some skulls. Maybe gets to go whatever world class hospital she wants. Give Harry his money. Archie is a goddamn <laughs> prince. He is though. I saw somebody say that they were gonna call him Prince Archie anyway. Fuck you, Buckingham I mean, Palace. What I liked what they said about that. Uh, because they were like, because I think they present, oh, well, we're not going to raise him as a prince. He's going to be a normal person. Like, that was the line that was coming from Harry and Meghan. And again, I feel like that was something that people were telling them to say or whatever. But because Meghan was like, I don't get to decide whether he's a prince or not. Like, if he wants, that's his birthright. And that's for him to decide what he wants to do with. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to determine if Archie wants to be a prince. Archie gets to decide that. And it just reminded me so much of my own parents. Like, with my health history, like, they were very, very protective of my privacy, even when I was a baby. Because they were like, we don't have to live this. You know what I mean? She gets to decide when she's old enough what she wants to tell people. You know what I mean? Because we don't have to live with it every day. If she wants to share it with this person or this person, that's her her choice. But we're not going to, like, open the gate, the floodgates of information. So then she's stuck with that decision you know what I mean and that is a truly selfless thing to do it's truly selfless you know what I mean well Jen you know what here's the deal Cal 
television writers need to listen to us. The royal family needs to listen to us. Ain't nobody and the world to us. would be better. I'm not saying it would be perfect. I'm saying it would be better. And Archie would be a motherfucking prince. <laughs> Archie is. He a is a prince. prince. As far as I'm concerned. Good God. Princess Diana's God bless grandson isn't a prince. Eat me. I saw somebody say that they wanted Diane or them to name their baby girl Diana. Well, like, oh, but please. see. I think that brings some loadedness. I think they're too careful for that. Actually, a uh, little, what's her name? The, the girl. What's her name? Oh, I can't Charlotte. There we go. Charlotte, Charlotte has Diana. Because they, they have like 12 first names. So Diana's in like, That's yeah, outrageous. there's like a Diana, like it's fourth. <laughs> Do like, less, Harry. The level of which I hate Charles right now and the fact that William names his daughter oh, Charlotte, which is a derivative of Charles, makes me irrationally angry right now. It's not the little girl's fault. Charles can die like, fire. Really, William? Charles is such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see what he, he did to your mother? That's my he other thing. You. Like, they have access to everything now. They can read about all the shit he pulled with his mother. And it's like, how they still have a relationship. Like, I get it. He's the only parent they had left and their mother was dead. And it was like, okay, the, the boat is sinking. We got to throw ourselves on a life raft. And I guess that life raft is Charles. But after a certain point, don't you got to be like, what the fuck is your problem, dad? See, that's the stuff. That whole family so, is wrong. Somebody problems. tweeted out this, almost, this, they're like, this interview almost fulfills my need for a tell-all interview with Katie Holmes and Nicole Kidman. And I was like, that is so much in this moment because I want nothing more in the world other than like peace and health and like my daughter to be like wonderfully happy. But then a tell-all interview with Katie Holmes and Nicole Kidman because there is shit there that you just that know awesome. is going to blow your mind. Someday it'll Someday, happen. Jen, it's kind of like wanting an Arrow uh, E! True Hollywood story. It's, we're gonna get were, one someday. They're, they're resurrecting the show, and it's gonna be Katie Cassidy doing. Just make your I peace really with that. Now. I think they're bringing the show back, and I'm like, that means we're in the running. And Katie Cassidy is gonna write a book someday. I believe it to be true. <laughs> oh, I know it to be true. If anybody on that cast is gonna like, write she's 100 percent the screech in this situation. She's 100%. Not to speak ill of the dead, yes, but I'm saying in terms of cast rem- members who are going to write a tell-all. And who is the gal from, from Glee? Oh, Naya Riviera. Also, not to speak ill of the dead. Yes. Let's go oh, with Beverly Hills. Another R.I.P. She's Jesus, a what a spouse. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of wrote tell-all yeah. books, but Tori gave up most of the yeah. dirt. Uh, well, well, fair. I think we fully dissected the royal family and the crown. We did. We have a solution. End it all. End it all. <laughs> End it all. But give America the jewels so we can put it in a museum close by my house. So I can go look at it. That's really all I want. I just want to see the crowns. Now put them in Canada. There You're you close go. Close enough oh, to Canada. You can go see them there. Then I can go see the Elizabeth <laughs> Bench and then the royal jewels. There you go. Done. Oh, perfect. That's a that's like Woo! dream vacation right I know. there. Right? I guess they need to listen to us, but whatever. Alrighty, my dear. Well, I will yeah. now be reading your book without the level of attention. 
that only means yes please just read through <laughs> as you would any book you pick okay, up off the shelf yes Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.